listening. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How was your Monday? I was good. Worked. Went to Target. Okay. Okay. How was your weekend? Worked all weekend. It's nothing except for Sunday. You worked a lot this weekend. I I did. Yeah. Like you worked a lot. How about you? Um, good. We had football yesterday. I feel like something else happened on Saturday. Oh, Saturday was my, I totally forgot about it. I was totally half an hour late to it. My uh, homeowners association annual meeting. Oh, annual meeting. So, so for those of you guys unfamiliar with homeowners associations, we have board, like we have I'm a, the board of directors is like a bunch of people at least the way mine's set up, there's like these officers, there's like president, vice president, whatever. And then there's members at large. And I don't really know what members at large do. I'm one of them. I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm I'm there. Um, and, and so we meet every month and we just do, you know, board issues like, you know, oh, we have these complaints about this. Oh, that's a board issue, you know, neighbor issue, right? Neighbor, neighbor's issue. Oh, the, this retaining walls failing, you know, da, da, oh, our landscaping bid, you know, contract is up for renewal. Let's go, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the stupid nonsense is. And then once a year we have the annual meeting, which is like an in-person meeting. It's a big special meeting and da, 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 da and we elect new members. See. A huge fucking debacle. Let's just say it's a huge fucking debacle, right? So I forgot about it. <laughs> I get, I'm like cruising on Facebook and I'm like, oh shit, I saw this post. I'm like, fuck, should I <clears throat> throw my kicks on and I've run down there. And uh, not really, I didn't really run. I got my car and I drove to the pool <laughs> parking lot. Um, and then, um, so I go, I go up and and I happen to come in in the middle of some other discussions about something. So I'm listening for a while and going back and forth. And then I end up speaking about something. And it was, we have this one resident who's just very combative for no reason. Um, that I've There's been, always one. Well, there's we there's always one. one. We have more than one. Like, uh-huh. so before I was on the board, I was the one of the moderators of our Facebook group. Now, homeowners association facebook group pages if y'all know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about right do you like stress katrina do you like being stressed after years of running the instagram the the frauded media instagram and the kinds of like shit that i dealt with like the fucking homeowners association facebook group was nothing right Ah, like gotcha it was nothing comparatively so this guy had received multiple warnings we had a progressive disciplinary system as it were um but our rules provided for progressive like if you violate the rules of the posting you could get you know warned and then muted and then you know whatever and eventually so he was muted and then he had gotten the point where he was kicked off for like a temporary undeterminate period of time and I was the one elected to tell him. <laughs> so I'm like, and I, that that conversation resulted in me blocking him. Let's oh my God. Let's just put it that way. Well, this is, he was very animated about some nonsense at the, at the meeting. <laughs> he's, and he's like, so you're telling me. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait a minute. I really want to make sure I understand. Wait, wait your position is such blah 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 i'm trying to make sure that i had a clear position right what he was saying so that yeah. i could 
see if I needed to respond to it or maybe I agreed with it. I don't know. I didn't understand what his position was. So I was wanting to make sure I clarified it. And he was like, yeah, and he would just not respond. I'm like, is your position X, Y, Z? And he wouldn't let me finish. And he did it. And I'm like, no, that's, and he would go on and on and on. I'm like, that's, that's, that's it's a yes or no question. It's not an essay question. Like, yeah. you know, and that, that set him off even more. He like started to come at me and people started, it was like, it was, like, it was a madhouse. He started recording me after that from his position, like standing up against the tree. I'm like, okay. So I sat back and I recorded him. <laughs> nothing happened. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm nothing but a consummate professional-ish, <laughs> you know, professional-ish. Um, it's fine. Like, and then I get a text message from one of my friends who's like, what the annual meeting blah 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 so and so you know <laughs> oh my god like to come after <laughs> like i'm like oh this story is gonna get around like next thing is gonna be like he attacked you and you like body slammed him like it's gonna like turn into this like whole story so like by the time the next meeting rolls around it's gonna like be this huge story i mean yeah very, so he came after like, you but then wanted to start recording you i know <laughs> He's one of those guys, right? Right, of course. He's he's that guy. Um, Yeah, so, and I didn't even necessarily disagree with his position, (laughs) but I couldn't quite figure it out. And I wanted to make sure I understood it right so that I could respond appropriately with like the appropriate citations or whatever, like, oh no, that's a, that's in our, you know, articles of incorporation or that's whatever, our board of con, whatever the, whatever. I don't yeah. even. I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. I'm like, I don't even want to check my board of direct my HOA email until like before the next meeting. So it's gonna build up, and that's it. like nobody. The, the pool's closed, so I don't have to be on top of it to make sure that, um, like people need you know who need last minute pool passes, or I also was in charge of like res- reservations for like the pool patio. Yeah, And all that stuff you have to, you know, I have to be making sure I'm answering my emails and, you know, on top of it, making sure people, if people are reaching out to me and this and that and stuff. But now like the pool's closed, everything's open. like, I don't need to be looking at nothing. We can't uh, yeah. discuss like, uh, uh, I'm just like, eh. um, yeah. Like, can we just go back to yelling about like, like dog people not picking up after their dogs like right and and in our area trash is a big issue because you don't necessarily have to have a trash can really when you put your trash out you can just put bags out and it's it's yeah i know that's weird some of the some of it is because we're in rows of townhouses right you've seen my yeah how they are so i guess like if you're in the middle of that like rolling trash cans out from the back around is like too much of a burden mm-hmm. in some areas apparently this has been addressed before and it's it's from history it's not a good one but it it's like half the people have trash cans and the other half like just pile their trash bags at the corner like, like do you guys have a raccoon problem oh we have all kinds of problems vermin problem and then then they're complaining that we have rats well gee i wonder why we have rats and we're after paying <laughs> for pest control but we have people who are like just throwing their stupid shit in there's like piles of shit in, you know here's just bags of you know chicken bones and shit you know yeah I, we use we use cans and several of us around use cans but 
you know, as my dogs would like to tell me when there's a neighbor rolling their trash cans back and forth, my mm-hmm. dogs <laughs> want to tell me everything. Um, um, anyway, Screw that guy. So, um, anyway, so that See, was my no- weekend. And then we had football on Sunday and that was good because the bills won. Um, finally, because the first game, first week was not pretty. It was very ugly. So, um, that was good. And then now it's Monday and it's Monday. Yay for Mondays. That's it. I did did an errand running to the grocery store to get some meds for my UTI because that's fun. That sucks. Ladies, ladies, am I right? Um, so I've been peeing orange all weekend (laughs) and, uh, caught yeah called it did a virtual visit with the doctor today <laughs> like, i've I'm, never I'm had like, a I'm, U- almost, I'm about to turn 49 years old i know what a uti feels like um, i've never had one a fuck never had one no surprisingly yeah okay i know wow weird do you have magical vagina i don't Is know vagina ma- magical maybe oh yeah i don't know Okay. A couple of my friends, one friend gets them like every three, four months. Yeah. It's crazy. I was getting them. Like there was a period of time in my life where I was getting them so regularly. Like I would get like five or six a year. It was awful. Wow. And this was back in, this was like 20 years ago when you didn't like even like peridium, the stuff that makes you pee orange, like that's over the counter now, but like it wasn't always. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like you had to get a prescription for that. And you had, you know, like you could like, and then I remember it started. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe it was about, about then it was like, it started to be where you could at least get that till you could get into your doctor, but then you had to be in person going to the doctor and pee in a cup. Yeah. And, and all, <laughs> do all the stuff. Do all the stuff. I mean, they did tell me they're like, if after five days, you know, you still have symptoms then you know come in and I was like yeah absolutely <laughs> like, <that's Yeah. laughs> not a problem but I was hoping it wouldn't like carry like I like I started to feel it come on on Saturday and um and so I was like oh well maybe it won't turn into a full-fledged UTI you know how some mm-hmm. well, you don't know I was gonna say you know how no you don't know not personally <laughs> no but feeling it come on you can um you know, I'll tell, I'll take the peridium and I'll start flushing, you know, tons and tons of fluids to just try to flush my bladder out, flush the infection, and, you know, flush anything that may be causing p- potential to cause an infection. And, um, and, and, um, yeah, that didn't work because then today I was still like, uh, okay. So I was able to do a virtual appointment, which is good. Oh Yeah. Well, hopefully you start feeling better soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure it'll be fine. I've been, you know, pushing fluids and, you know, all the things. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I used to get them so frequently and and now I, I don't anymore. Um, It's really funny, actually. I used to have a prescription, a standing prescription to take uh, like a prophylactic antibiotic after sex, after having sex. Dang. <laughs> yeah. To help prevent it. Even though I would like shower and do all the things and pee and do all the things you're supposed to do. Like I would still get them. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So it's not like I don't know how to treat a UTI at home to like make myself more comfortable. Um, but then I was able to start the antibiotics or, um, today. So that was good. A couple of days on that and I'll be good. It's not like I like taking antibiotics. So. Right. Um, yeah. But something like that, it's, it's, you know, okay. I, it's like one scenario. I'm like, okay, doing it. <laughs> and, yeah. And 
because I've given it a few days to try to, you know. Um, but in any case, in any case, here we are. It's Monday. Um, well, like, yeah, it's Monday that we're recording this. I'm not sure when this is air. I'm sorry. I hate it when I do that. Um, but we're covering Sister Wives. Fresh off of Sister Wives, you and I both watched it today, Monday, just mm-hmm. long ago. So it's fresh in our minds. Um, I forgot what the name of this one's called. When the going gets tough. Right. Um, there wasn't a whole lot to this episode. You thought it was kind of boring. I did. Yeah. I, I feel like was, the whole season has been boring. I don't think so. I don't think it's been boring. I thought it was interesting. I feel like um, they keep showing like kind of like 90 Day Fiance. They're showing the same clips over and they over. Are, they are doing a oh lot. Oh my God. Of- if I see Janelle and Cody, if she, actually, you know what? I actually kind of like it when I see her say fuck you to him. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that over and over again. But, um, but it's like all of all we're getting is we're getting. Okay. So we're getting Christine and Janelle being happy together. Yeah. And then we're getting mary and um robin sitting outside robin's house freezing talking and crying about i didn't know i didn't know they were outside of mary well they were outside of mary they were outside of mary's house this episode oh were they (laughs) and i wrote and i knew that because i was like oh robin goes to visit mary at her ginormous house that she doesn't need right janelle janelle's living in a tiny apartment (laughs) oh make make it make sense i was reading a lot of the comments on your uh social media today oh yeah 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 because i posted the um the mary thing yeah and a few people have brought up maybe it wasn't just on yours maybe it was just on other things i've seen that we haven't heard mary talk about leon at all i know I know. More, right. Like nothing. Like, and I brought this I up. Know. I was telling, I was mentioning this. Like, like this. Okay. All right. Well, there's so Do you think I, they just didn't want to be on the show anymore. It's possible. But um, we're we're gonna talk about the Airbnb or about the whatever, the BMB, whatever, all that stuff. So we can get into all of that. Um I don't necessarily think the episode was boring. I think that there wasn't like a ton of different like activity, but there was a lot that was said and done. And um, I feel not like a lot. I feel like other episodes, it's not as much as other episodes, but there was, I feel like um, a decent amount of of conversation. Um, enough things that I was yelling about Cody and Robin, but that's, you know, par for oh, the yeah. course. No. So if we want to go totally. ahead and get started. Yeah, so previously we see that... In the last episode, Robin thinks the world has fallen apart because of the Christmas incident with the boys and the families not seeing each other. And then we again see Janelle and Cody fight for the hundredth time. <laughs> so, clip of the same fight. Right. And this episode starts off with Janelle and her and cooking in her little tiny kitchen. Oh, yes. And uh, which actually looks like my kitchen in my tiny apartment. In fact, the layout is pretty similar. I was yeah, like, wow. I mean, I think haven't we all, isn't everybody lived in that apartment? Like, I mean, like, oh, yeah. that looks like exactly like the layout of many of my early, early, uh, you know, apartments and not yeah. early, like apartments mixed in. You know what I mean? Like I've had many apartments that have looked like that. Definitely. And For Christine, sure. Christine's rolling in giant bean bags that her and Cody oh. bought together, but she hates that's right so she's like she wants to have furniture to her house like a piece of furniture 
I, whatever. But she she wants this bean bag, and they show the pictures of it. And I'm like, okay, I I get that. I I I have I use a moon pod for my pillow, so like not the big size moon pods. Those are wait, like, what's a moon pod? They're like you. They're advertised on like late night TV, like infomercial type thing. Um, or if you Google it, like okay, I'll have to Google. But they're it. they're these giant like bean bags, right? And they're they're really comfortable, I guess. I mean, I've never sat in a huge an actual one. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. Um, but they have like they have mini ones that are like their pillows, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm always searching for the perfect pillow because, as you know, my neck is jacked up, right? And um. So I got one of those and now it's like this little, it's like, it's not huge. So I have yeah. this small pillow and, and that's, that's what I sleep on. That's my moon pod pillow. Oh, like okay. it's, it was like, a, it was like a impulse buy at like, you know, <laughs> two in the morning, uh-huh. <laughs> but it was like the best impulse buy I've ever done. <laughs> so I don't have to buy, <laughs> look for pillows anymore. Like, I love it. It's great. Oh, so. nice. Well, Janelle says that their relationship is better, meaning Janelle and Christine's relationship is better Mm -hmm. now that there's no jealousy. And obviously that's because Cody's not there and they're, I think, commiserating together sort of about their relationship with Cody. Mm -hmm. And they're getting along so well that Christine says that her neighbor (laughs) is moving out of the townhouse. And she says, well, Janelle, maybe you could, if you want to move in. I say this? Yes. You could move in there. Hey, it'd be a well, and I think that they should move in together completely and save money because right. they're all suffering with money, right? After right. this bullshit. So, right. I mean, let's go back to being sister wa- sisters without the Mister. Remember what I said about like well, <laughs> sisters without the Mister? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> Their kids are pretty much all grown, you know. Yeah, right. Hey, why not Savannah? Right, Savannah and Truly. Right, right, right. Two left. But um, it's nice to see them getting along, and it is, and they are just having a blast together, and I love that. I love me that. too, and I love how Cody hates it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I love how every time they show Cody talking about it, it's like, and I think this is later because I think I have it in my notes about something he said later about, um, like it's now suddenly like Janelle and Christine teaming up against him. You yeah. know, and it's like before it was Christine, just like, like his narrative changes every single time. Like, and it's never, it's never to shifts to, oh, I'm, I might have done something wrong. It's always right. like, oh, no, 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 Christine doesn't like, you know, she's always complained about polygamy. And, and then, and now it's, oh, they're teaming up, they're teaming up against me. And it's like, Cody, it's not about you. They're not like hanging out and exchanging beanbags because like it's they're like oh this is gonna piss off cody no <laughs> you know right. it's not about you i promise you it's not about you but you know narcissism can't see that. and then he, well it's funny because then he tries to make it about him you know like oh, he does him and robin both robin yeah. trying to me too off the cody never spent any time with us because he's always at robin's and robin's mm-hmm. like yeah me too me too and i'm like bitch mm-hmm bitch really she's just as delusional as cody Uh uh-huh definitely well janelle's debating whether or not to stay in flagstaff or move because she is attached to flagstaff but then later on christine does make a statement like okay cody doesn't even visit savannah they don't see each other they live 30 minutes away so why is she in flagstaff 
Yeah. And I get that, you know, Savannah's in school and she doesn't want to uproot her from that. But there really is no reason. Right. Well, I there. mean, obviously, when, when Christine's going to mention, if if Christine mentions she's Janelle's not going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, make a split second decision. But like, as she thinks about it, I think she's coming to re- going to come to realize, wait a minute, like that exact thing that you're just saying, like, there is no real reason for her to be there, you know? Right. Like at the at the moment, she hasn't. I think she's made the decision that she's left Cody, but oh, she definitely. hasn't admitted it to herself that she is until probably just that moment. Yeah, and I'm sure she's, she's going. Still- Wait a minute, what 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 am I tied to here? You know, right? And maybe she did have some sort of hope that he would man up and communicate and do all the things, mm-hmm. you know. And she's realizing he's not. So what's there left? There's nothing left at that right. point. Right. Well, Savannah mentions that Cody hasn't talked to her since her birthday, which is early December. And now it's after New Year's, I believe, that they're filming. Yeah, they said it's early January. This whole scene broke my heart. It did. Especially after last episode. Last episode, we see Cody buying all of his kids those little dirt bike thingies or whatever. No, not all of his kids. Just Robin's kids. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yes, Robin's kids. (laughs) All of Robin's kids. Right. Well, those are the only kids he has, it seems like. That's why I said that, right? You know what I mean? Uh, and he can't even call Savannah. Can't even wish her a happy or Merry Christmas. What the fuck? That whole scene was so heartbreaking because they're talking about it. obviously they had talked about it before because Savannah's standing right there, right? She's, she, right. she's sitting right there. So obviously that wouldn't have been the first time they mentioned it in front of her and stuff. So you know they're mentioning this. So so dad did not only did dad not get our gift for Christmas, but he hasn't spoken with her in a month, hasn't called her, hasn't contacted her, anything like that. And the one of the other parts of this the scene, you show Robin, you know, being so oh so upset about oh the boys, and if I had known the boys were gonna be here, I would have fought for us all to be together. And then the kids exchange and she made it all about her and whatever and stuff, but she was talking about how tragic it was that the boys and everybody were so close to her and she couldn't see him. And she felt, you know, such a slight on her because of course she made it all about her. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about how tragic it was that they were so close and she couldn't see him. Yeah. Okay. Will she also think it's tragic when she finds out that Savannah was completely hundred percent ignored. Right. And how does she justify that? How can she sit there and say, Oh, Cody, you did the right thing. Yeah. No. Like, what is she I, I already know what goes on behind closed doors i know she says something to him cody maybe you should call something no yeah. robin i'm not because and then he twists it around switches the narrative like every fucking narcissist well and makes it him the victim and mm-hmm. and then before you know it robin doesn't even they're probably not even talking about savannah because well, robin's distracted robin i think ugh. has this super manipulative way of thinking about things and twisting things because she did she tries to she like puts herself off as oh i just really want to support the boys and being you know getting back together with their dad right but she's like then she says she's like i want them to have this but i uh, but then she says but which you know when someone but. says but ignore everything i just right. said i don't now i'm gonna tell you what i really think she's like but I didn't want there to be a big fight erupting over on Christmas either, which is the exact same justification Cody used when he's like, we don't want to be like an alcoholic family where we're just not talking about what's behind the scenes when there's really this fight. Like they're not actually getting along. They're just going to pretend to get along for the sake of the holiday. 
Yeah. But it sounds like that also originated from Robin as well. She, you know, she puts herself off there as like, oh, I really just wanted it to be about the boys, but I just didn't want there to be this fight and stuff. And you don't, she tries to make it that she's this victim. I think her and Cody. But her words show that she was thinking the exact same thing. No, I think they talk about it before they film. I think they go and they they talk about every single thing that's going to get blown up out of proportion and they kind of plan and scheme what they're going to say. I really do. That they they realize. When I say they, they, I should say Cody tells Robin what to say and how to feel. Sorry. Let me, I don't think there's much uh, room for two people to come together and scheme. I think he just is like, okay, Robin, we got it. Yeah. yeah or or any idea has to be or any idea that robin might have she has to make it seem like it's cody's idea yes mm-hmm. just to like inception that shit <laughs> <laughs> and you know christine says she's like she's so angry you could tell how passionate oh, christine was about this Mama Bear. She, right yeah. and she said it's so easy for cody to fix things all he needs to do is pick up the phone and call his kids yeah. kids love their parents you know what i mean and Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of kids are very forgiving to a point, right? When your parent yeah. calls, if, if Cody were to apologize and whatever, I don't, I don't see why that relationship couldn't be in the direction of being repaired. I'm not going right, to say, right, repaired, right. but you know, moving in the right direction. Right. But to not call your own flesh and blood right. for no reason, because let's be honest, Savannah didn't do anything. If the mom's not there to, to facilitate it, that he doesn't have a relationship with his kids right that's clear obvious that's clearly obvious right there yep (laughs) crazy well then robin this is when i said robin goes to visit mary at her home that's too big for her and um we hear about the chain messages the text chain messages between christine and robin said she's done with it and that was the end of that so god knows i wish i nobody's sharing these messages on the show because i want to know what these screenshots of these messages say because I right. can only imagine they're going after each other. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids are... gift exchange thing that went off the rails. Like I would yes. love to see that. <laughs> they said every... what was it? Christine said everything came out in those messages yeah. that people were like, holding on to. All of these resentments, all of the kids had against Robin and her kids, and they felt attacked. And it was like, oh shit. <laughs> they're saying what they really feel off. Oh. Right. And by the end of the messages, they're they decided not to get together for Christmas because it was obvious that they were separate in the family between yeah. everyone oh so this during this conversation you know you know it was this the conversation they're talking about like the okay the, the the year that cody bought all these gifts for christine and totally ignored mary i wrote that or, down but it's i have it further down in my okay notes. okay, I'm okay. Not sure. i couldn't remember i yeah. couldn't remember well but, yeah okay yeah robin sabotaged the gift exchange because she's a selfish twat and made it yep. all about her <laughs> okay yep. that's, that's my notes okay pretty much okay well then mary's being interviewed and she said she was sad because she didn't know isabel was in town and she says it's hurtful and doesn't know why robin was telling her this information and oh, they didn't contact mary you want to go right. with her? <laughs> and of course robin's like i didn't know mary didn't know or whatever bullshit robin was spitting right she 100 knew i'm sure yeah and though i think all that happened because mckelty and robin are close mckelty is close with robin so mckelty right. had her siblings with her when she went over there 
right? Yeah. You know, and then poor Savannah didn't get any of that because her brothers weren't invited. And then dad's not talking to mom because dad's a selfish twat and and mom's not calling dad because Janelle's like, fuck that. Right. <laughs> and then exactly. poor Savannah. Well, then Cody, <laughs> Cody, I'm sorry, I'm I can't help it. Cody's <laughs> being interviewed and he says him and Mary visit once in a while and that they're better off as friends than a married couple. And he said this so many times in different ways. And I'm just like, but he, he also says here, though, the up until COVID, everything was intact. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, no, you were treating Mary like shit for years. And she even says that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, then Janelle, Janelle says she's not going back to what she had before and that she's coasted over the problematic things that she was fine with back then, but now she's not okay with them. So. Right, right. Yep. Power to Janelle. Yeah, yeah. She's like starting to see things. And what I think it was interesting is like this episode you saw, I, I feel like there was a lot of it from Janelle and Christine of them talking more and more of these things that we've all said that we've seen, but we're like, why don't they see it? You know, but they're saying it all now. Like there's more and more like Christine and stuff were saying, was saying how, um, you know, how, how a like favoritism towards Robin and her kids, you know, he'd always been. And um, we, you know, she, they, they said that for several, they were saying, several episodes um but then there was there was other things um where oh god i can't i don't know maybe we'll get to it and i'll remember but there were other things in this episode but when i'll have to see if we get to it okay anyway yeah so then cody says many of the family members think that there was favoritism during covid and that they are all lying which doesn't make any sense cody they're all lying right and that's when janelle starts talking about being open to the possibility of plural marriage again i was uh, like what which kind of we mentioned that before in another episode she said that but yeah i think it was part of the same episode and they're doing the 90 day fiance thing where we're seeing the same episode carry for or the same oh yeah carry from episode to episode um yeah you know and she's like i just because i have a note here where um where it says Janelle just needs to decide she's just she's divorced just like Christine did because yeah. part of that conversation she's like I don't know like am I like what are what we, are what we? Are, what yeah. are, like what are we and she's like I mean I'm not divorced you know am I I mean we're separated am I I mean I'm separated and I'm like that's what she just needs to decide right and like she does still unlike Christine she still has that religious faith and well, so she's she did, questioning it clearly. Yeah, but she did go on to say like how divorce works, and they don't use the term divorce. Um, what was the term they used? Something else. But um, so they'd have to do that, and yada yada yada. Whereas Christine was just like, "Peace, I'm out. I'm not legally married to this jackass." Yeah. Or do well, I care I, about? What I suspect that Christine went through a lot of that same those same thought processes. It's just that by the time we saw yeah. it on camera, she'd already been through it. You know. Right. That was like just like in the middle of this stuff. And so we're seeing this on camera. Right. And Happen. Janelle even said she, if she moves or whatever, she would want to jo join like another church and find her people again. So mm. she's still going in that direction, even after all this. She's looking well, at continuing. Christine still believes in God, like a God. Yeah. But she doesn't not, believe in the church. Not the, yeah, just not the same church. 
yeah he did before so well, maybe janelle will find i hope she finds her, peace her peace with her religion you know well then we get to this really interesting story that none of us have heard before oh yeah <laughs> and this is where mary was telling an old christmas story about how everyone in the family was opening up gifts and this particular year cody decided to give christine a lot of gifts probably because christine was mad at him or whatever and yeah whatever yada yada jealous so cody pours all of his eggs into the christine basket she's opening up these gifts <laughs> and mary gets absolutely nothing uh-huh not one gift mm-hmm. and chris who was it janelle or christine said to go like oh yeah <laughs> go go, go find something basically yeah. yeah and he pulls out a hoodie and just gives her the hoodie <laughs> like, yeah and when when i guess the product producer asked him about that he says i don't remember it but that's where i guess resi- resentment builds and i'm like so you think? acknowledging the fact that the act of not getting your wife to gift creates resentment so there's that but you conveniently don't remember that happening yeah yeah and janelle makes an interesting point in one of her interviews is that you know floral marriage works on with the premise that all the wives are getting equal time when mm-hmm. wives are not being treated equally that dynamic is often plural marriage therefore can't really work is kind of right. where she was going with that and <laughs> she, she she's just like we weren't getting equal time like it just right. wasn't happening and this is the story which i thought was hilarious and you know what here's the thing so in a group of any like four or five friends right you're gonna have people that are closer together i don't care what anybody yeah. says you can have four yeah. best friends two are gonna be even better friends and yeah. that's just the way it is and that's yeah. fine but like, I don't think anybody can sit there and promise that they're going to create all wives equal. I'm sorry. In any situation, you're going to like one person more than another. I hate to say it. It sounds horrible and wrong and whatever, but among the human- reasons, I don't think polygamy could work. <laughs> exactly. It's it's like human nature. You're going to be drawn to somebody over another. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be sexually compatible with one person more than the other right or, or you know, different things anything you know right well anywho so <laughs> now uh, we hear another conversation about mary talking about how she started at one point keeping track of all the nights that cody spent away from her uh-huh. and how much time he was spending with everyone and that he in fact was spending less time with her and robin was like, was like i want to make it clear i wasn't tracking like where he was i was just tracking when he was with me and yes. when he was not with me <laughs> right and robin said that christine and cody spent 20 well robin felt upset one month because she noticed that cody wasn't with her at all and this was the one month out of their whole entire marriages that cody spent 25 days with christine and he did it out of testing the relationship see if it would make it better and i'm like that's playing games not communicating to your other wives what's going on right so robin felt hurt for once that was the only time robin lived a plural marriage was when i mean uh, you know because she actually had to share him i do not believe for one second that she tracked the time first of all and second that if she did so or to do so would show that she had equal or less time than anybody else 
I think she's full of shit. I don't think this thing happened. She's trying to me too this situation. And I don't well, know. Christine her. admitted it. She said she Christine said he spent 25 days. Oh, just that, that month. one month. But I don't uh. think because Robin was all because Mary's like, I did this and I tracked the time in. Robin's like, I did too. And that was oh, yeah, yeah. that happened to be she tracked. She happened to be she tracked and it happened to be that one month where she didn't get equal time. Oh, of course. None of that makes sense to me. None of it makes sense. So yeah. sorry. Sorry, Robin. I don't believe you. Yeah. I do not believe you. Yep. And then let's see. Okay, now this is where shit's getting real, real. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So Christine said that Robin uh knew Cody was at her house the whole time and she didn't do anything about it. Or actually take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yes, welcome back, everyone. So Christine <laughs> said in therapy, because they all went to therapy oh, over. That's right. Do you remember that? Yes, when they yes. were all therapy together. Yes. And she told the therapist that he was always at Robin's house. And both Cody and Robin denied that. Mm-hmm. So this was where Christine was mad because she said Robin had the opportunity to stand up and say, Yes, Cody, you spend more time with me and you should be spending more time with the other wives. But she didn't. So at that point, Christine. And she knew. She knew damn well she was getting more time than anybody else. Of course. And so Christine felt like betrayed. She felt like she couldn't ever trust Robin. Um, I can't imagine going to therapy with people that are just assholes and not in. And that's what's interesting is like at the time we were watching it. I remember watching those therapy episodes and stuff and and. Going, God, it's just because he's a favorite, you know, Robin's his favorite and he's spending all his time with Robin and not with anybody else, but nobody will say it. Well, apparently they were saying it. They just weren't airing it. And right. now they're showing, you know, Christine, I think this was the other thing I was talking about from earlier. She's saying how even back then she was saying these things out loud. Yeah. And Robin knew it, but, and she, I mean, she was verbalizing it. She, everybody said it, everyone's been saying this, you know, and, and you, we've been saying it, you know, as viewers, we've been saying it for years. Right. You know? Yeah. I just had a thought. Uh Oh, so I know. Oh, so you know how these women will write prisoners in jail, mm-hmm. like love letters and they're like writing serial killers and crazy shit. Cause they, they've got their own mental issues. Right. 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 Do you think, I wonder, no, I already know what's happening. How many letters and messages do you think Cody gets from so crazy many. women? Probably such an obscene amount that it would make me sad and angry. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I was like, what kind of sick women are writing Cody? I want to be like groupies. I want to be your next wife. Right. Take right. You know, in. he's just going there. He and Robin are going through that going. Mm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're going to be on the next episode of season mm-hmm. of Seeking Sister Wife. Seeking Sister yeah. Wife. With the nanny. No. <laughs> oh god oh. um and and we've said this before and it was brought up again when i was watching group watching and stuff was that we're convinced that when he met robin that was the first time that cody experienced organic love mm-hmm. right I, like yep. you know what he thought was love or whatever that's just what they all they're, they're all in polygamy this is just what people do you know, and this is the kind of relationships that people have and stuff. But then he met Robin and then there were like fireworks and all the things. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. 
Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. It's an organic love. And then he didn't realize it, but he was like, you know, right. spending more and more time, you know, and then basically living monogamous. And then every, and then it didn't start to, I don't think it, I don't know. Like we didn't start to see it till COVID, but they clearly did start to see it earlier than that. So interesting. Yeah. And then Christine made a comment in this episode too, at some point saying that Cody strong Mary along and how cold and heartless of a person do you have to be to, to do that to somebody? I was just thinking about that too. Just like talking about Mary and how, She's kind of just hanging in there and stuff, but like the rest of the women are like, he talks so poorly of her. It's yeah. just so sad. Like that's just wrong. Like how can you be okay? Yeah, and that's that. why. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. It Christine's getting ready for her fiftieth birthday party, and it's a sticky situation on who she's going to invite because obviously she's not going to invite Cody, but she wants to invite his mom. And some of his close friends. Doesn't this but, party sound awesome? This 50s sock hop party with like yes. ice cream sundaes and soda fountain and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. I want to be there. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then they were talking about the celebrity she has a crush on, Shamar yes. Moore. Oh and my I'm like, God. Can, can, so. can somebody please hook her up? Like, can we hashtag Shamar Moore and like whatever post you do so we can yeah, get absolutely. the attention of him? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not that the fraudcast will be the one to bring them together, but you never know. You so know, you know, you know, everybody, you know. Ta- yeah, we just got to ask everybody to tag him in it. <laughs> let's, let's get him to meet Christine. We'll join, we'll join in with that. Um, right. You know, like um, I know she is a boyfriend and she's happy or a yeah, fiance. She's got a fiance, fiance and and but, we're not like seriously going to like hook up her and Shamar more, but they should at least meet. No, hundred percent. Let her have some window candy. I can't yeah. My God, this woman has been some of the spoils of her stardom. She's had she's been living in her sacred loneliness for far too long. (laughs) Sacred loneliness. Like, come on. Shamar Moore, are you out there? Shamar. Um, Uh, Well, then we we go back to the preview we saw at the end of last episode where Mary is like, I'm making a big move or I'm moving on. And I was like, yeah, you ain't going nowhere. And uh, yeah. you and I 
talked about this, but we find out that she's moving her clothing line for her clothing business, not her clothing line, sorry, to oh, Southern Utah. My God. Okay, so <laughs> I'm so mad about this because I fell for the bullshit. And I'm very pissed off at you guys because you pulled some 90 fucking 90 day fiance cheap ass bullshit. And I call shenanigans. That was not okay. The what was it? The, the preview, the cut for the preview made it look like she was saying these things. The All that stuff made it sound like she was saying this stuff and that something big, big actually big was happening. And I fell for it because I'm like, no, they don't pull this 90 day fiance bullshit with us, but they did. You called it. You were oh, like, yeah. nope, 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 nothing. It's she's not leaving him, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, she makes it very clear. She's not leaving the family. She's not leaving Cody. She's she's been splitting her time so much between Southern Utah at the B&B and and Flagstaff because, you know, there's so much required of her in Flagstaff. Yep. Like what? No, she's been at the fucking B and B until they. She's at the B and B until they need her to film, and she drive up. She gets out of her car, puts a blanket over her, films with with Robin, and then films. Cody, with Cody, Cody doesn't make he doesn't make eye contact with her. Right, and then that's it. And then twenty, you know, I don't know, three hours later, they're done filming, and she goes back. But she's like, oh, you know, I've been splitting my time and it's so hard and da 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 So I'm going to wait for it, like drum roll, like this big, huge thing, move my clothing business to Southern Utah. Now, first of all, her clothing business, her clothing business, it's her fucking little row MLM bullshit. That's <laughs> not her, a clothing business. That's a cult. She probably I guess makes- it would be the first one you were in, Mary. <laughs> Remember when she went on those lives and was blocking people and stuff and acting crazy? <laughs> I never watched it. You sent me something, and I was I like, "I what? did." I think I sent you some. I was like, I, she... "I can't even." I was like, this "She is was being madness. such a bitch to people." <laughs> like, oh my god, she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, block, oh yeah, block." So oh she, god. her, her clothing business is her her multi level marketing Lululemon, which is not a business. Let's make that clear. If you don't believe that these are not businesses, if you think if you think that these are actual business opportunities, ladies, and that you actually own your own business, I'm sorry to tell you that that is not true. Please go listen to Life After MLM uh, podcast by our dear friend, Roberta Blevins. Um, And she will uh, help set you straight and help you with resources to get out. Anyway, that aside. Yeah, so a lot of everyone thinks that she's, you know talking about at first talking about leaving family she's not she then says cody basically has left me already and i'm not leaving the family Uh i'm like how many times do i have to hear this you're not leaving the family Uh i roll cody can't get rid of her she's trying to punish cody but it's not working he literally doesn't care yeah he literally could not care less any less than yeah so janelle thinks that mary is holding out hope and she says that Cody doesn't even speak highly of her, which is what we talked about earlier. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Mary goes on to say that Cody has had conversations about their relationship with other people and other wives, but hasn't even had that conversation with her. How messed up is that? And that she feels like she's she can't leave without at least owing them a com- that conversation. Right. And you don't owe him anything. No, walk. No, you do not owe him anything. But you know what? You owe yourself happiness and love. That's what you owe yourself. 
And that's not going to be by sticking around just to piss them off or whatever your reasons are. So but- I think that, so she says, you know, that she's, you know, she's not leaving or whatever, but I think that like functionally she is like, cause how is this any different from before? Right. Cause what's really holding her in Flagstaff? Nothing. She runs the B and B she runs her clothing, her, her MLM cult, like want to be, I'm in a cult and call it my clothing business. Um, what does she have in Flagstaff other than filming with them when they're out sitting around outside as a nothing family? Nothing exactly. So I don't think anything is really actually changing with this. I think this is what she's been doing all along. Yeah, I do. But too. now we're all going to be like, okay, you got that big ass motherfucking house in there in Flagstaff, and what's happening there? Nothing. Nothing. I still never understood why they had Mary in that house. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense it to me. It never made a sense. It never yeah. made sense. It never made sense when she was getting all of these extras and additions when they were building the house in Las Vegas. It doesn't make sense now. No. Um, I think that's... Um, what? The other thing that reminds me that they were talking about... Oh, maybe we're not there yet. Maybe it was... I don't remember. If we're skipping it, I don't know. There was a scene where... Janelle is talking about the finances and the houses and stuff and how there was this time. Oh, I think it was at the beginning. She was saying there was this time where before Robin bought the house and she knew Janelle didn't think that they should buy a house. And and Robin, to her credit, I remember this. She didn't want to buy a house either. She wanted a rental. Cody was the one pushing for her to buy a house. And both she and both Janelle and Robin were like, that's we shouldn't buy a house. But Janelle at least was like, financially, it's not a good, it's not, we're not going to be in a, it's not setting us up for success for going on the land in order yeah. to buy that house right now. Cause it was like almost a million dollars. Like, like she knew that. Right. And she would now Janelle's bringing up that conversation as a point to like, be like, Oh, Cody likes to bring up this conversation and be like, oh, you were so mean to, to Robin. And when she, you know, about this house and told her she couldn't do or whatever, you know. Yeah. But it, but it brings up a good point, you know, and that's, again, one of those things that we're all saying and we're wondering why they don't see it. Are they that dumb? It turns out, no, they're not actually that dumb, <laughs> which makes yeah. me so happy because it makes me like, oh, OK, I do actually love them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I do like Janelle. I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like Janelle and Christine. I just feel sorry for them. I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not so much Christine anymore. They grew, she's, I she's, mean, that's what they, yeah, that's what they grew. That's what they were raised in, right? They they were raised to believe this is what you do and this is what makes you happy and this is what makes God happy and stuff. And then, yeah. Well, Janelle now, wasn't. What? Janelle wasn't. Wasn't she raised? I mean, she was no. raised all around it. Her mom married Cody's dad. Yeah, but that was like later on right i think that's what made cody's dad a polygamist was marrying janelle's mom i don't know but she was grew up around it if, yeah even if her family itself wasn't plural family right away like she at least grew up around it you know they all knew each other and yeah. everything so you know i mean that's just what you're raised around that's that's what you think you know and then they're you know got probably tlc in the show credit you know they got to experience more things and then they got to see the big outside world 
the worldly world, mm-hmm. worldly school and worldly things pursuits as, as the Bible thumpers like to say, <laughs> you know, how like when some men have a midlife crisis, they have affairs or they like buy a really expensive <laughs> sports car. I feel like Cody's dad had a midlife crisis and decided to be a polygamist. <laughs> like, Oh my God. God and has Cody's having me. a midlife crisis, and instead of having an affair, he's dropping wives and right. going. <laughs> he's becoming a monogamous. Right, he's doing the opposite. <laughs> yeah, okay. I will say to to Cody's credit or defense, it's got to be stressful to try to manage having relations with that many wives and that many well, kids. Okay, yes, but I really I'm am not annoyed. defending him. Yeah, not defending no, okay. him. I'm so annoyed that they keep saying, oh, it's so hard on Cody. Poor Cody. Poor Cody. Dude, you chose this. I know. And then you kept adding wives on. He could have been like after two or three, been like, I'm done. Right. Like, I can't do it anymore. Dilute them because he didn't like them. Remember? So he'd get another one to dilute them. And they kind of like when you get a new toy. Yeah. And then you're done playing with the old one because it's just. I think that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And 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 I'm not comparing. I'm sorry. I'm not saying women are old toys, but I'm saying is. (laughs) He's treating Lama like they are. But yeah, he yeah, that's like that's how he behaves. Yeah. They talked about it last week, you know. Him dilute, you know, the new wives dilute the other ones out. So if he instead of divorcing his wives, he'll just add another one and it will help dilute the pain, you know, the annoyance of the the ones you don't get along with. Right. I don't think he's gonna take on any new wives, do you, in the future? Um I think oh. Yeah, he will. You think so? I think I don't, know. I don't know because if he did fall in love with Robin, I don't know. I mean, he I feel like he he he's eventually going to run out of th- people to control with just Robin and her kids. So he's going to oh. You know what I mean? That's where I that's where my concern is is like at some point he's going to run out of things to control and he's going to need more to add more yeah. to his fiefdom. To well, con- also he's a he he's a narcissist, so he needs more people to admire him and worship right. him. And right. if everybody moves away, and it's just Robin, oh God, worshiping him all day long, right? Is that enough? I don't know. Right. That's why. That, yeah, I, I think he's gonna. I know. wish I had to take an undergrad. I had to take philosophy for my psych degree. I had to take like two mm-hmm. philosophy classes. Wasn't a huge fan. It was it was cool, whatever. But like, I wish I had. <laughs> known about uh the polygamist and all that back then i would have been able to write some really interesting philosophical papers on oh yeah <laughs> on just i know thinking right? of like things it's outside a shame of we box. don't learn what we need to learn for cool college papers until after college i know right? i'm like man i could have written some crazy shit about this uh, i don't know Anyway, so I think that's it, right? That was like... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Yeah, Christine says that she's glad he didn't string her along for years. Like he's going, he's doing like to Mary. he's been doing for Mary. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then next week we see uh, Mary moving her clothing business and Janelle having an appointment. She scheduled in a meeting with Cody after not seeing him for six weeks. And then we hear her tell Cody she wants to stay separated and his reaction looked a little upset, which I don't know why, because, you know, damn well, he doesn't want to be with her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wasn't his idea. So, right. You got to make it his idea. Uh-huh. And he can't be the one to leave you because, you know, he's going he, to hell or something. Or... He's got to maintain the narrative that he's a victim. 
Right. He and he and and, and uh, uh, Robin are perennial victim, perennial victims. You yep. know, forever victim. They're both victims and um, um, somehow managed to be both victims yet god complexes at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how, but whatever. Anyway, that's this week's show. Um, we'll get this out to you guys just as soon as possible. And thank you. If you enjoy what you're uh, listening to, please, if you can, leave us a review on Apple um, iTunes. That would le- uh, really help us out a lot. A five-star and review. Wait, five- wait, what? Words. <laughs> five-star review. Katrina can't speak. Okay. And with that, I think I'm going to go shower and go to bed. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.